This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the show where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. Welcome. This week, we are actually going to have a solo episode with me again. I'm hoping that you guys could get some really good information. That's why I do these things, right? So I am going to go over the structure of a presentation. That's what I'm looking for right now, the actual structure of a presentation. I do a lot of presentations. <laughs> I honestly do. Some of them are things that I uh, create myself. Some of them are not. They're things that I deliver from a course. So I do always have some sort of presentation I am doing somewhere along the line. I really think that once you understand how to create this thing and put it together, the delivery becomes easier, especially if it's a presentation that you're putting together yourself. So we're going to go through that. We're really going to just... Um, give you the, the winning philosophy, if you will. All right. It's a good deal. I am going to get us going with the, I don't know, what should I call this one? Should I call this one like, um, let's call this one, uh, pres- pre- presenting for success. <laughs> That sounds kind of catchy, right? Okay, preventing for success. I better write that down because I'm going to get all the way to the end of this one and I won't know. So, presenting for success. All right, presenting. All right, you guys inspired me right there. And I wrote it down. I got it. So, that's going to be the title. See? So, here you go. We just got started and now you know why the episode is titled what it is. We decided it right now. So here's the idea, all right. I use PowerPoint. I know I also have used Prezi, P-R-E-Z-I. Prezi is online. Um, I would hope. Honestly, I haven't really checked. (laughs) It's been a while since I've looked it up, so I think it is. Let's say it that way. But what it is, is pretty much like a storyboard, Prezi, P-R-E-Z-I, and uh, makes it where your PowerPoint is not really a PowerPoint as much as it is you kind of going through a story, and it's more animated, if you will. So it, it doesn't matter which, what are you actually using, the delivery mechanism. So I'm not going to worry too much about that one, but... What I do hope to to get at it right now and make sure that you guys are getting to understand is how to put this thing together. So I'm not going to give you too much of the details as to PowerPoint and how to set it up as the boxes and uh, all that stuff. First and foremost, what you want to do is get yourself a nice catchy title. Yeah. It's as simple as that. (laughs) That's the first thing you want to do because it's going to lead you in many different ways, um, even before you gather your resources. And when you're doing a title, catchy 
and you want to make it where it has a subtitle to it. So catchy meaning it has some action words that are going to like describe exactly what you guys are going to uh, do. Like right now, um, uh, doing a course or a one day event and I call it revealing the secrets to OSHA. So, wow, you're looking at revealing something really great is about to happen. And it is because I'm revealing the secrets to OSHA. So if you're under OSHA's uh, regulation, yeah, of course, but the title, grabbing them. And then there's a subtitle underneath it that says, learn the secrets of a consultant or something like that. Uh, secrets from an acting safe, their active safety consultant. So when you have a title and a subtitle together, that's really going to give some context as to what this presentation is. That's going to be the first thing you're going to deal with. So after you, you get that done, now you're going to go out there and look up all your resources. So common places for safety resources, if it's going to be a safety presentation, it could be a management presentation, it could be whatever, whatever presentation you get in mind, but let's say it is a safety presentation. Go to OSHA. OSHA.gov has got a wonderful amount of information. Just go to um, OSHA.gov and it should be available for every country. Unless your country has some sort of um, uh, code where you use .gov, it goes to your country's government. But for us in the U.S., it's OSHA.gov. When you get there, you're going to look for training, Susan Harwood Grant, or you're going to look for um, safety and health topic page. So look through those. That is going to be your resource page. When you get to whatever topic you're looking for, also look to see if there's American National Standards Institute, ANSI, guidance on it. And then if it's a topic, let's say it's um, an excavator safety topic. There ain't so look for for some of the the guidance that goes with it. And then you might also want to look up maybe the most popular um, unit or something that you're even familiar with. Look up the operation and maintenance manual from the manufacturer. Use that as part of your presentation as well. So, I mean, anything can be subject to putting back into the research. But once you got your name, now you know exactly what areas you're going to include into your presentation because the name is going to, you know, that's going to be your bullseye. It's the takeaway, the big takeaway. So once you get that, now the next thing to do is to write a detailed, uh, actual, super detailed outline. So make your main heading and underneath that your subheadings and then for your subheadings, write a couple of, um, of paragraphs or something underneath those. What you're doing there is you're actually going to start creating the, the meat of the presentation from your outline. In some cases, you could actually turn your outline into your slides, but create an outline 
make it as detailed as you can because this work is going to be translated into your actual slides. The next thing that you want to make sure that you, you do is as you're going to start uh, creating your your physical presentation, right? Your your actual thing, Prezi, um, Keynote, um, uh, PowerPoint, whatever you're using. So let's say now that you're actually going to put this thing together with uh, whatever flair you need to do. I'm going to pull you back a little bit on the flare side, okay? <laughs> Meaning this. Right now, it's not really important for you to have all the bells and whistles and, you know, things coming, letters coming in from the left and rolling letter per letter per letter until it goes to the right and lines up to make a word. No one needs that right now. No one needs the, the sunburst to come from the middle of the presentation as you go from slide to slide. It's not necessary anymore. When Prezi and PowerPoint, and well, Prezi's different. When PowerPoint first came out and the, uh, the um, keynote, yeah, we were doing all that stuff. We want all that animation. Animation in, in the slides. Every time you hit the bullet, you get something sliding in or, or flashing up on the screen not necessary anymore so don't do that with your presentations let's just make it basic if you have black background or dark background make sure your lettering is light color if you have light color background your lettering has to be dark your presentation slide is all real estate so don't jumble up your real estate in the middle of the slide you've got all kinds of space so just utilize the space as best as you can however you really want to do pictures as much as you can so if there's a way that you could depict your point with a picture do that and just have the picture on the screen instead of a heading and three bullets. You know, the, the old heading and three bullets that you normally see? We don't want that. <laughs> we want to, uh, if you have to, you know, you're, you're going to have some slides where it is regular heading and bullets. So I'm not telling you each and every one of your slides do this. But for the majority of your slides, if there's a way you could be visual showing somebody what you're talking about even if it's like a graph use the graph and maybe instead of using bars you stack you know hamburgers and then the highest stack of hamburgers for this month worth of data will equal you know a high output of hamburgers where the smaller little stacked up hamburgers mean a low output something like that so it's going to be visual It'll be something the the actual student will remember because they're going to see this thing. They're going to laugh. They're going to have a good time, and they're not steady reading. So that is going to be a fatigue on their eyes and everything else. So you really want to make sure that in the presentation, uh, if there's a percentage that you want to go with, let's go with a sixty percent graphic and forty percent some sort of visual and if you're going to do sounds stop it no <laughs> nobody needs sounds unless it's something really distinct that you have to show or hear okay 
do that one. But if you're going to put a little a little ringing bell or a telephone or anything like that, no, stop yourself right now. You're not doing that. That's just a pain. You're going to end up messing with people and it's not going to be as funny as you think. Just just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Let it go. All right. Another thing that you're going to do, and I'm assuming that this is going to be for you, right? So I'm thinking this as being like part of your business. What are you going to do? So I am thinking you're probably going to want to put in an offer in this thing. So uh, the key to any business is you're going to have to keep building your email list. So therefore, put an offer in your presentation and let the offer be something great, meaning uh, a free copy of a book or um, it could be 50% off of another product that you have, or it could be some sort of offer that is, you know, before the day's out, you got to sign up for this thing and then you'll have a, a new benefit. Something in there, it's something that uh, the audience could take away. Oh, I did forget something like really big and it's like something in the beginning. So I better take care of this one. All right. I forgot to mention the out um, after the outline and everything else. And you got your research and you're, you really want to have an objective. So the objective should be something that is going to be measurable at the end. So what most people use is they use a Bloom taxonomy word, and it's action word. So therefore, at the end, you could say, I've achieved this thing. So make sure you have very good um, objectives. Here's an example. Mm, let's say we're doing a permit required confined space entry. So one of your objectives is analyze the hazards associated with the space. So therefore, at the end, what you could truly say in a test question is, uh, how do you um, how do you find hazards in a permit-required confined space? Or what are typical hazards in a permit-required confined space? Something like that. And in those cases, when the student answers it right, now you know that they have answered or fulfilled that objective that you gave them in the beginning. So when you're doing objectives, use action words. Just don't say understand, uh, describe. Those are really good words. You got to use them maybe every once in a while, you know, as a, as a end objective is someone's going to describe the process, but just don't use it in every single objective. Kind of switch those action words around every now and then. So I didn't want to forget that one because that wasn't an important one. I meant to put that all the way in the beginning after you get your research and you're doing your outline. Make sure you do some sort of objective, even if you have chapter objectives, if you're doing something like a course. It's important, chapter and objectives. All right, uh, the very last thing that you're going to want to do, so after you give an offer... Um, and the offer again is you're getting emails and a name for exchange for some caveat, something that they really want a discount, a freebie. Um, and then you're going to want to have a contact information slide. 
So put your name on it, put your company uh, name, your company email, your phone number, and a QR code. So a QR code is one of those visual codes that actually has data in it. So once a camera, a phone camera takes it, a picture of this code in a special code reader, it is going to be a hyperlink or information in there that you now could disseminate to the person and they could save it onto their device. So now you know for sure they're going to have this number and this information in their device. So not only have business cards, if you're really new, I I honestly don't carry business cards much anymore. Um, Hold on. I could actually say, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've had to physically hand out a business card in roughly about three years. Generally speaking, I don't have a business card. I may have like um like some of my stickers. I have a sticker with my Sheldon Primus logo. I'll hand those out. Or I have a sticker with the safety consultant logo. You know, I'll, I'll hand out those vinyl stickers. But other than that, I actually don't give out any business cards much anymore. However, if I am um, showing somebody something as a contact information for me, I try to do a QR code. So I do have codes that is um, a digital card, if you will. Let's think of it that way. So that is it. That is truly what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, We have brainstormed. I really want you to feel that you're going to be able to get all the information that you you can by just really listening to this. And then, you know, you could then... Put, put into to place the presentation is going to be awesome for you to use and then once you deliver it record it and now you have a product so you have um, especially if it's in like zoom or something like that you already have a nice digital way of recording it there you go so you get the presentation you have your your actual delivery of this presentation you put that together you can give that up for free you could have it where it's um uh, evergreen that's what they call evergreen material where it's just gonna be where you could have it on a website people keep going to it it's new to them but you're getting a user um you're getting their name and email for them to see this material there you go so that's a good way for you to turn this presentation that you just did for one thing into something that will help you lead. Get It's a, called a lead magnet. Help you get some leads towards your business. All right. See, man, full circle. Got you from, from the presentation all the way around to how you're going to use it for your business. Whew, that was some skill right there. I'm <laughs> just with you guys. Thank you so much for a wonderful week. And... You guys got this thing. Uh, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, statistically speaking, I only have very, very few subscribers, like like very few. So I'm hoping that I could uh, get some more. It would really help me. It'll show that um, not only you like the show, but it'll also end up being suggested to people who could use the show. So wherever you're listening to me right now, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and then you'll be notified every time I come up with a new um, a new episode. And if you're on 
LinkedIn and Facebook or anywhere connected with me. Wednesday is at 6, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I do OSHA Compliance Help live stream. You get your questions answered on this live stream. So go ahead and reach out to me that way, all right? Have yourself a wonderful week. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.